You're listening to Storytime with Muggo. Um, here with Sam Grapinski. Again, I like I said before, I am back home in Indiana and I am trying to record some of the old stories that uh, I've written from, you know, the last year or so. And I figured, well, while I'm home, why not get my brother uh, to help me tell these stories as he's a, a big part of a lot of these stories um, and he's a great storyteller. So um, I've got my brother, Joe, here. Hey there. And I've got my brother-in-law, Bob. Howdy. Who is going to act as kind of a uh, a question asker, moderator, um, laugh track guy. So um, this one is part of the story. Um, what is it titled? Okay, so the story is titled, This Story is Full of Crap. All right. <laughs> and it's three short stories within one about different times in my life where crap, literally poo, has played a big role in uh, in something funny happening or something memorable, something that I'll never forget. Life um, lessons. So this is just going to be one part of that story, um, but it's the best part. And it's a part that happened when I was maybe, what do you say, six? Uh, a little older. I'd say like eight years old. Yeah. So I take it away. All right. So uh, our family used to go to a church which was located about a half hour from our home. And on a certain Sunday, we were invited to go to dinner at another family's house after the Sunday morning service. And so instead of making the hour trip home and back, just to come back to church for Sunday evening service, we decided that we were going to go ahead and mill around Anderson, Indiana, which was the town where the church was, and just kind of, you know, hang out. kill time. Kill time, and then go to church in the evening instead of wasting all the gas. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, so uh, my dad, who is a self-made <laughs> contractor, if you will, <laughs> probably not up to code, but, you know, mold not gold, baby. Um, so, no, he, he's always doing home improvements and, and fixing up things, and so we decided to go to Lowe's. Because there in Anderson, they got this big fancy store called Lowe's that we simple folk had never seen. <laughs> Westfield was a little too tiny. Yeah, we were Lowe's. still we were still the the country bumpkins back then. Is this why you guys are a Menards family now? I might be. That's true. Who knows? But uh, so we go in Lowe's and we're walking around, and the place is absolutely monstrous. And as we're killing time. Dad and I are like, well, you know, I gotta use the bathroom. Let's go find a bathroom. Sam, come on, let's go find a bathroom. So Sam's like, all right. No. So we all three go to the bathroom, and you gotta walk half a mile to the oh, other no. end of the store to get there. Oh, no. And as we get there, <laughs> please, you know, please. Dad and I go in, and uh, as we go into the bathroom, uh, there's only two urinals and then two stalls. Well, Sam and, or Dad and I get into the bathroom well before Sam, because Sam liked to poke and get distracted <laughs> by things on the shelf that are shiny, but he doesn't know what they are, like staple guns and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Drill bits. <laughs> Drill bits, yeah. <laughs> Sharp things. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we get in there, and I remember specifically I had to go pretty bad, and I guess my dad did too. So we're going, and Sam comes in, and there's no urinal open for him, so he's just like, well... Well, what am I supposed to do? We're like, well, go use the stall. So Sam goes to the first stall, and he starts banging on the door. He's like, "This somebody locked the door. Who does that? <laughs> and it was about that time that he finally noticed the very pungent aroma of human fecal matter. 
It was it was pretty it was pretty raunchy. The worst smelling bathroom. Yeah, I've it was ever pretty smelled. raunchy. That guy that guy had some issues going, and Sam not being able to put two and two together, <laughs> sitting there and figures it out. And goes, man, who died in here? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm gonna go in this stall. So he starts trying to work the door, and the door won't open. And he's banging on it. So he's like. Well, shoot, I can't get it open <laughs> that night. In the meantime, who we are already peeing. If we didn't have our pants on Ziff, we'd be peeing our pants. But we didn't say a word. We were just sitting there going, let, letting Sam figure this out for himself. <laughs> and as we're sitting there peeing, Sam's sitting there continuing. And like he's not just like knocking or like jiggling the door. He's like oh full shouldering, like just trying to bust the door down. Now, granted, he's only like maybe 60 pounds at the time. But it was still hilarious. He's like trying to Brian Erlacher that thing down. <laughs> and it doesn't give it doesn't give and finally he's like you know what screw it I'm just gonna climb under the door at this oh, point before no. I, before you go any further for some reason I remember this coming up in my brain my brain thought somebody took a giant dump in the stall and then locked the door on their way out as a as a practical joke. Okay, right, this right. smells so bad. I'm like, they probably left it in there. I better go flush this thing. Yeah. Because it's nasty. So basically, you're a civil servant. I, I, right. just, I was trying yeah, to do okay. the right thing by Never mind the, the unoccupied stall right next to it that could have solved the whole issue. No, no. He was on a mission. And we were not about to stand in the way. So as we're, as we're wrapping it up and trying not to laugh out loud for the sake of... The poor gentleman on the other side of the door. Yeah, so nothing was Sam, said. Like, no, I don't, no. And no. to this guy, to this guy, Holy I don't know moly. to credit the guy or just be like, dude, what the heck? Should have said something. This wasn't a but, situation of occupado. This is like no. enemy at the gates. Like what? So then Sam just straight up like a mechanic on a on one of those mechanic tables that they slide out from underneath the car, just like whoop, right under the door, and comes face to face with the knees of a yeah. very large man who was quite annoyed at the fact that Sam was entering his purse space at that time dad and i could no longer do it i think i probably zipped myself up in my zipper and we both just beelined for the door we left him. we left him. yes we left him we left, he was still on his belly underneath the stall door when we got out the door because we couldn't hold it anymore okay and we ran outside and just lost it and sam was in there for like a good another okay. five ten seconds before he came out i, I have to know there are moments in our lives when we connect with other human beings on a on a soul level. You slipped yourself under this door, and your eyes met his. What happened in that moment? Yeah, that's what I want to know. My <laughs> recollection is that I didn't see the man's face, I didn't see the man's eyes, I didn't see anything but his shoes. And as soon as I saw his shoes, I knew I was in big friggin' trouble. Like, this is not where I want to be. Ever again? Did you up you, uh, you your pants? Then you didn't need a urinal after that. I, I, I don't. All I remember doing is being like looking over and seeing from under the stall two pairs of feet going out the door, yeah. and me being like, "Rather, quickly. did I just get abandoned by my family?" <laughs> <laughs> we do not know this kid. Sorry. Man, life's coming at you fast. You, you thought you were going to be a civil servant. Yeah. Your family abandoned you, and you're staring at a stranger's shoes. So I, from there, I backed myself out quickly. I don't think I said a, th- a thing. I don't think I apologized or anything. I just got up and ran outside. And Joe and my dad are halfway down the aisle already. Oh, so we, couldn't run. <laughs> we tried to run, but we couldn't because we were laughing so hard. We were both kneeled over. 
in the in the aisle, my dad's on his hands and knees, dying <laughs> laughing. I thought he was gonna have a heart attack. So and so, Sam's face was just one of complete like disappointment and just awe of like I can't believe you guys let me do that. <laughs> I was so hurt. I was so hurt. So did this in any way affect the? Because again, this was in between church and dinner with a family. So like a, a nice. So did this affect that dinner in any I, way? To be honest, I don't think we spoke of this again for like another <laughs> few years. I think I think like maybe. I don't even think we told mom and the girls when we got back in the car. It was just like they wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through some shit, literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, wow. you know, and I feel bad for that guy. At the same time, like, dude, you should have just been like, "Hey, somebody's in here," but he did not make it work because, like, Dad and I both knew the guy was in there, and so when you started like banging on the door, we could have been like, "Hey, Sam, knock it off," but we we're like, "No, nah, he'll figure it out." <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> and then, you. And then when the guy didn't say anything, and then you went full bore under the curtain, I'm just like. <laughs> What so is going what I'm on? Hearing is at a certain point, it's actually the guy in the stall. It stall's is his fault. fault. Thank you. Because, <laughs> Thank you. Because, so okay, you you yank on the door. Most normal human beings don't do anything, and you don't have to say "acupado." If you throw your shoulder into it, most people go, "Hey, hang on." So at this point, it's this guy's fault. Is what I'm hearing. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh yeah. man! So, so that was that was the uh, the low story, and it's still to this day one of my favorite. If by rare chance the gentleman who uh, had this occurrence happen to him is listening, I just want to say that's your fault, bro. <laughs> Yo, reach out, reach out, and be a guest columnist on yeah. the logo. Yeah, come on, come on, come. We'd right love to hear. We'd love to hear your version. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to understand what you were thinking, bro. All right. Um, that is the low story. Thank you guys for listening uh, to the Muggo. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Bob. Um, catch us next time. See you.